0: Last week, we talked about having an embryo surplus and the dilemma associated with that. This week, we talk about how many embryos you need to have to build the family of your dreams. I'm Dr. Mark Amels, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. When I see new patients, their concern is having a baby. But one of my concerns is not just having a baby, but building their family. And this is one thing I think a lot of people, when they go through fertility, don't think about. We are so focused on the goal of getting pregnant that we forget about the family we want to build. Now, for some people, it's not going to matter. They may only be able to have one child, but for those who it does matter and they want to be able to have more kids, it's really important to think beyond this first pregnancy. And so what I want to talk about in this episode is how many embryos do you need to build that family? Because it's easy to think, well, I have two embryos, I'll have two kids, but it's not exactly that good. IVF does not work that well. And so you have to really have in the back of your mind a kind of a backup plan saying, okay, how many embryos do I need to really get the family of my dreams? And so we're going to discuss that. And then we're also going to talk about how your age is going to affect that as well. Someone who is younger has time to get pregnant now and then get pregnant again in the future. But someone who is a little bit more mature may not have time to come back in the future to have another kid because they'll be 44 at that time. And so we're going to talk about how to look at those things. Now, we all say we at least want one kid. Every patient I come and go, I say to them, how many kids are you wanting? And they would say, oh, I'll take even just one. And, and I understand that. I'm the same way when my wife and I went through, we would take one. But the question you really need to ask yourself is, but what do you want? Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but what do you want? So then you can plan what you're going to do next. It's okay to think about having more than one child, even if you're struggling. The next question you have to ask yourself then is, how hard is it for you to get pregnant? Now, this is a little bit of a vague question because there's a lot of parameters that can affect it. So what I'm talking about is, I don't care if you're young, if you're only able to make two eggs and you have very severe diminished ovarian reserve, it's very possible that you may not get pregnant again in the future. This might be your only chance to get these embryos. The same goes if someone who's older. Even if you make lots of eggs and you're 42 years of age, very few women after 42 are able to have success with IVF. And so you have to look and go, well, do I have enough embryos now to be able to build my family? Not everyone thinks about these things. It's interesting. I had one patient years ago, she was a scientist, who came to us from another clinic, didn't have success and wanted to work with us. And she realized that she wasn't going to be able to have kids after a certain age. And so she decided to go through IVF multiple, multiple times to build up as many embryos as possible. So that way, no matter how many kids she wanted, she would always have the ability to have them. And I kid you not, she actually froze 45 embryos. Now, I'm not suggesting for everyone to freeze 45 embryos. But what I am suggesting is what she realized without me even having to tell her. That she would not have a chance to do this in the future, and that if she wanted to secure her ability to have kids in the future, she really needed to do it then. And she did, and they had all the kids they wanted, and never had to worry about not having enough embryos. So let's start with first, how many embryos do you need? This is going to depend at what clinic you're at. If you're at our clinic, with our pregnancy rates, it's going to depend on if you did testing or not testing an embryo. If you tested the embryos, what I usually tell people is that for every three embryos, you can probably get two live births from it. That's not a guarantee. Not everyone will get two live births from the three embryos. But in general, statistically, it's going to take about three to get two live births. And that's with euploid tested embryos. If your embryos are not tested, you have to be thinking at least for every two embryos to get one live birth when you're under 35. Once you get past 35, it gets even harder because now at age 40, it takes approximately three to four embryos, meaning blastocyst, to have a live birth that aren't tested. So again, I want to repeat that. If you have tested your embryos at our clinic, for every three embryos, you should get at least two live births. If you have not tested your embryos, then it's based off of age. Under 35, it takes two embryos per live birth. Over 40, it's going to take four or more per live birth. But it's not just about age. The other question is, what is the clinic's chance of getting pregnant our live birth rate is above 60 percent for euploid embryos but if you're at a clinic for example that has a 30 percent live birth rate then it means even three embryos won't guarantee you a live birth so when you're calculating this you have to look at what is the live birth rate per transfer at your clinic, this can easily be found on the CDC, and we had a podcast about this, which you can listen to to kind of determine what that rate is. Now, assuming that rate, you can then determine how many of those percentages equal 100. So, for example, at our clinic, if we have around a 66% live birth rate for eupoid embryos, three embryos is going to get you two live births because if you take 66 times Three, you approximate 200%, which is basically two pregnancies. If your live birth rate is only 50%, then for every two embryos, you approximate 100% live birth rate. Now, again, this doesn't mean you're going to have a pregnancy. It's just saying that if you are only getting a 50% live birth rate, then mathematically, it's going to take at least two to be able to get one live birth because a live birth would be 100%, meaning you actually got the live birth. So, at our clinic, if you only want two kids, three embryos statistically should get you that. But let's say, for example, a clinic we get compared to a lot that has a live birth rate in the 30s, three embryos may not even get you one live birth. This doesn't make them a bad clinic. This just means that you have to know you need more embryos to be able to get the same outcome. So, if you're someone who wants four kids, Then at our clinic, if you're doing testing, you know you need at least six embryos. It doesn't mean you won't have extra embryos left over. That is the the dilemma that we talked about in the last podcast. I have had many patients with four or five embryos get four or five pregnancies from it. But that is not the norm. Statistically, the norm is 66% plus live birth rate. Once you've determined statistically what you need... Then the next question you have to ask yourself is Am I going to be able to get pregnant again in the future? If you were someone with severe diminished ovarian reserve, then you're probably not going to want to wait because your chances are only to get harder later and you're not going to get those embryos. That is what happens with age. At 35, 60% of the eggs are going to be normal. But if you're 42, 85% are abnormal, it's harder to get that normal embryo. And so what you need to look at is how hard is it for you to get pregnant through IVF based off of how many eggs you're making and then you have to look at what your chances are with age. So let's talk about example. If you're 25 and you make 20 eggs, you're probably fine just getting pregnant and you're going to be able to do this again in a few years and you don't have to worry about banking embryos. But if you're 25 And you have an FSH level of 15 on your cycle day three labs and you only make four follicles. You do not have time to wait for a whole nother two, three years to try this again, because it's possible you may go into like a perimenopause and unfortunately not be able to get more embryos. And that's one of my biggest fears. That's why when I always talk to people, I'm always trying to find out not just get them pregnant. But what is their plan for their family? And that's what I want to get across to everyone. You know, in the end, we all don't have enough money sometimes to bank embryos, and that's unfortunate. But if you do have insurance, if you do have the funds, this is an important thing to think about. Not just, I want to have a baby, which we all want, but the question is, how big of a family do I want? And do I have the luxury? to wait to try this again, or do I need to bank these now in case I won't be able to in the future? I can't tell you how many patients I've seen from my clinic, from other clinics who go into this and they get pregnant and no one talks to them about the fact that it was very difficult for them even to get the embryos they got and that they might want to plan for the future. And what happens is they obviously are very happy and they have their baby and no one's upset But if they would have known that from the past, that they probably should have preserved their fertility, they probably would have done it. And so hopefully someone who maybe listens to this podcast for the first time or is thinking about going through IVF, this may help you think about those things and decide if maybe you need to go through more than one time to preserve your fertility. And if you're one of those patients, like we talked about in the last episode, where you're worried about a surplus of embryos you have the option of freezing eggs. And then that way, if you need those embryos in the future, you can thaw those eggs without the ethical dilemma of having discard embryos. I hope this was a helpful episode for some of you. Or again, if you know someone who might be going through this or someone who is older and you think might benefit from this podcast, please tell them about it. They may like this episode. They may just help them preserve their fertility for the future. We all focus at the task at hand. That's normal. But the question is, what about the task ahead of us that we're not thinking about? And that's what it may help them with. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, please give us a good review. Tell everyone about us. And as always, keep listening each week. I look forward to talking to you again next week on Talk About Fertility Tuesday.